five, four, three. Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Got a great podcast for you for this August 9th, 2022. Today I'm going to be talking about quick trips to Hawaii and I'm going to go over a perfect five-night, six-day Oahu itinerary as we get through the big show. I'm also going to bring you some news and get you caught up with what's going on here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. Now, this is a different kind of podcast. It's a podcast that is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody who knows nothing about actually booking a Hawaii vacation. We're your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii and we're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at Hawaii dash aloha.com or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771 we have agents standing by your chances are right now while you're listening to this you can just stop listening call us or get involved by going to our website and we'll get you going on this hawaii vacation that's all we do here that's what we specialize in we're in our 22nd year in business and this is our 15th year of podcasting imagine that all right Let's get to it. We've got a lot of ground to cover, and I really wanted to straighten something out here. First of all, I know that my uh, posting has been a little erratic. I've been trying to post every Sunday. Now it looks like it's every Tuesday or Wednesday. So I apologize if I'm a little inconsistent um, with with the podcast because we just get busy and caught up with things and just can't get to it. Also want to thank a couple of people that have actually, I've been really begging you to to, to at least acknowledge that you're listening to the show, to the podcast rather, and then, you know, to let me know you're out there, say hello. And I got two uh, comments this week uh, from folks that have been listening since at least 2016, another gentleman from 2017. So um, I'm glad that you're enjoying the program. You know, I mean, I, my, my goal here is to eventually try to get you to book something with me, but I'm really happy that you're enjoying the podcast and that it somehow connects you to Hawaii. So maybe tell your friends to book with us or something, you know, so we can, so we can make a couple of bucks here. We're a small business located here on the island of Oahu. So just wanted to mention that. And the other thing I really want to straighten out, it's kind of like a news item because I was in the news yesterday uh, about a possible travel scam that's out there. You know, over the about a year, uh, over the past year, we've gotten several calls, at least four that I know of. But I know that some of our other agents probably haven't told me that they've gotten calls like this. But from people who have been attending Zoom presentations on the web or while they're here in Hawaii, and then being promised a gift if they sit through this presentation. And some of them, and the one that the person that kind of brought this to my attention, and what really got me kind of going on this was they actually try to talk you into joining a membership to get cheaper travel. So, in other words, they're claiming that if you join their membership, you're going to get better prices than you can get on anywhere, is what they say, apparently. I mean, according to this woman that I spoke to who actually got sucked into this whole thing. And I find that very difficult to believe because if that was the case, then all the big OTAs would be doing memberships and it's $2,000. You, know, you have to put one nine. First, they, they want you to put three ninety nine, then they want you to put not one ninety nine down and then you get locked into a 10 year membership, which costs $2,000. And the reason I mention this is because I got really upset because people seem to be confusing our company, which is Hawaii Aloha Travel with this other company. 
And over the weekend, we got a BBB complaint claiming that this woman who was complaining didn't get what she thought she paid for and wanted out of this contract that she had. And she was saying that we were crooks and we were phonies and we're taking and stealing her money and so forth. Well, you know, I knew right away this was not our company and I immediately called this woman and she gave me the whole story. And actually I've been trying to find out the information about this because we have gotten these calls, several calls asking us about free gifts and these Zoom sessions. So what she explained to me is that she stayed at the Sheridan Waikiki and she went on an app, she got an app called Travel Experts. And this Travel Experts app had a tour that she was interested in. And they also had a storefront nearby the Sheridan. So she booked her tour with uh, Tour Experts, which uh, to me is a phony company. She went there and... They said, well, look, uh, if you sit in this presentation, we'll give you the free gift and then um, we'll then you can go on your tour. And if you like it, uh, you can join this membership. Well, she sat through the tour and she sat through this Zoom session and it got really long and she got offered this membership where she was going to save all this money on travel and she was rushed through it and made a hasty decision. You know, it's kind of like a timeshare kind of, if you've ever been to one of these timeshare things, you kind of get pressured into seeing this presentation and then they, they give you this huge sales pitch and it usually sounds really good. So she happened to join this and make a long story short, she finds out this is something that she doesn't want. She even compared the prices to see if it was cheaper and nothing seems cheaper. And to top it off, she couldn't reach anybody. She couldn't get anybody on the phone. She was getting some information via email, but nothing to resolve the issues that she was having with this company. So I just wanted to say as my first news item to talk about, you know, there are scams in Hawaii and, you know, these this just leaves a bad taste in people's mouth about Hawaii. This woman came to Hawaii for vacation and got scammed. And this is something that we don't want happen here. So be very careful with offers that you see on the internet. That's basically the bottom line here. And make sure that, you know, you, you check out the company and you look at their name closely because a lot of the companies here have Hawaii in it or Aloha in it or some variation of that. Now, we've had that name for 20 22 years. So we've, we're the real deal. But I know that this sounds really shady. How is it possible to join a membership and think you're going to get if you know, if somebody knows anything about a actual savings that you can achieve doing it this way, please, uh, please get in touch with me because I know nothing of it. Um, Costco is the closest thing. But even Costco can't guarantee you that you get the lowest price, even Priceline, you know, you with the Priceline model, and that's what they talk about. They, they apparently in this presentation say that they can get better prices than Priceline. Well, Priceline's business model is you name your own price and then they try to match it or beat it or they claim to beat it but it you know even if you did get a good deal it's not going to justify a 10-year membership two thousand dollars and being tied to some contract that you never really intended to sign so please be careful out there i'll put a link to this uh, news article i was on the news i was talking about it i wasn't really happy about the way the story went down but that's and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to explain it here because the story didn't really get into detail about what was really happening there. They basically didn't really tell you the story at all. It's just, you know, with news, they have only a few seconds to tell a story, and sometimes they just don't get it right. So I'm hoping that other news stations and more 
you know, investigative reporters will look into this, and I'm hoping that this woman gets her money back. And, I, and I'm kind of glad she did complain about our company because I was able to get the information I needed to help protect our name and to also protect this consumer. All right, enough said about that. Um, you don't have to worry. If you just give us a call and book everything through us, you know it's going to be legit. <laughs> All right, let's get to some news. Now, it, you know, we talked in the last podcast a little bit about Delta bringing in bigger planes. And I know that Hawaiian Airlines has been wanting to bring in these bigger, uh, wide body planes, the 787s, to get that lay down, you know, and that first class and business class experience. And I think it was 2020 or even before that that they put in the order for them. Well, it seems like they finally are going to be getting delivery, but it's not going to be until 2023 of the 787 wide body jets. And my understanding was I think that they have several on order. And and several of them that are going to be start delivering, but I, you know, one of the things that people do complain about um, is the small planes that they use uh, to to come to Hawaii. And you know, the more I think about it, Hawaii should be a destination where we do have bigger planes because people, you know, and more wide bodies and more comfortable seating for people. Because let's face it, it's such a long trip to Hawaii, right? So that's good news. Um, a lot of you, are, you know, and this is maybe for some of you who listen to me very often, and even people that want to move here, I kind of throw these kinds of things in every once in a while because one of the first things people do after they're coming to Hawaii is they want to right away see how much things cost. I want to live here. You know, I want to buy that house. I want to buy this house. How much is a condo? And everything is expensive. Now, I was looking at some information the other day, and I was noticing that as compared to some places on the mainland, Hawaii is actually cheaper, like San Francisco. But there's very few places that you could say Hawaii is cheaper because we're one of the most expensive places in the, in the world. And a lot of records are being broken in the purchase of Hawaii homes. In fact, during the first half of this year, 424 homes, condos, and vacant land parcels sold for $3 million or more. The top price was $36.1 million for an oceanfront estate on Kauai. Imagine that on Kauai, $36.1 million. So the demand for these luxury homes has kind of exploded, and they're all wealthy buyers. You know, all these wealthy buyers are buying up these ones, and you're going to have to say that 2022 is in the record books for the highest prices being achieved for homes in all of the time that I've been here, or I think in history. So it's really interesting. Just a, a number here, uh, statewide 424 homes, like I said, sold in just the last year. So uh, that's interesting to know. Another thing that's happening is, you know, uh, you, you might have heard that how important it is to be careful of some of the native species that we, hear, we have here that you don't get too close. We talk a lot about honu, which are turtles, but Monk seals, going to remind you again, we have a pup and our mother over on Kaimana Beach. If you're in Waikiki, please stay away from that area. People are just drawn to it because the monk seals are there. And just people, I think, love that beach. It's such a special beach that, you know, it's hard to keep people away from it. But if at all possible, there are other alternative beaches that are really nice in that area. But I, I really get it. You know, Kaimana Beach is just a classic location. It's near the Nanatorium and the zoo. Please stay away from that if you can. And one other quick thing, the Hotel Wailea on Maui. You know, a lot of people ask me about the Hotel Wailea. It is the only adult-only hotel in the whole in all of the islands. 
where no kids are allowed. It's very expensive, but I thought it was interesting that they're offering beginner and advanced surfing lessons. And you know how much these surf lessons are costing? $520 a person. But it is a four-hour experience. Typically, surf lessons and that kind of experience is a lot shorter. So it includes lunch and the equipment and everything. But if you really want a over-the-top what I would say surf lesson, then that's interesting. And of course, if you could afford to stay at the, uh, at the hotel Wailea, please do so. Now this is going to be a little longer podcast because I know I'm getting winded. I had to get all that stuff off my chest about the scam that's out there. The other thing I wanted to mention is our question of the week, uh, on our Facebook page. So please get over there, answer our questions or get involved with this. Join our uh, support group for Hawaii. And I just go to Facebook and go to Hawaii Aloha Travel and you can navigate to our group. But we asked our uh, listeners and our friends, uh, has inflation had any, any impact on your, <laughs> has inflation had any impact on your plans to visit Hawaii? And we had some interesting answers. It was mixed across the board. I said it was 50-50. Um, I did notice that a lot more people who were repeat visitors f- are, are not feeling good about coming back because they're used to a lot lower prices. So uh, Allison Murray said, I would have booked I would have, but I booked before the increase. So she was saying that she was able to book before the increase, which a lot of my clients do. So if you're booking with me and you book now for next year, I can almost, I can almost guarantee the prices are going to be cheaper now than they are if you're going to wait. Um, but she said that uh, we've been treating our adult kids to the Hawaiian vacation for years. We might have to, um, we might have to go somewhere else next year if the prices stay high. So she's just saying that if they continue to go up, she's not going to come back. (laughs) Jessica says, I pay double what I usually pay pay for airfare. I almost canceled, but had a bad day at work and decided that my mental well-being was worth it. But it may have an impact uh, that it will be longer before I can save up to come in the next time. So another similar comment. Another woman said, um, Iona said no. Um, It hasn't impacted her. Um, she would rather give up other things and come to Hawaii than uh, miss Hawaii, even though the prices are high. And then uh, Kali'i, uh, I mean, Kalei, I mean, Kelly, I'm sorry, Kalei, Kelly Parker said, yes, we've gone for 26 years. When it comes to the 2023 trip, it's up for discussion. We absolutely love it there, but the cost is just way out of hand when lodging is three times the cost as it was previously. Now, I just want to give those comments because those are mostly the negative ones for people that that have you know, probably they've been here before and are used to the lower prices, but it was about a 50-50 split with people who felt inflation was affecting them and those that thought it wasn't. All right, let's get on to the topic of the day because, you know, and just in planning in general, you know, I just got off the phone with a client who, want, just to give you an idea, you know, just to back up here a second, just to give you an idea of just how expensive it is and just how early you need to book, which is one of my big mantras that if you get nothing else out of this podcast, it would be book way in advance and don't, don't wait. You know, that's, that's like, the big thing to do because you can just go crazy trying to figure all this out. Now, this uh, gentleman has two adults, I mean, four adults and three kids, so seven people, and he has the adult children in it, and he wants to come over December. And we were trying to narrow down the island. We narrowed it down to, uh, to, to going to Maui, 
And I found a couple of pretty good, well, not good deals, but as good as you can. Um, for a family of seven, okay, staying at the Ho'ole, which is the Grand Wailea, that's their condos. It's not quite on the beach. That's about 40000 If you wanted to do something, a step up and be in a, you know, the full resort like the, the uh, Fairmont Carolina, it was $80,000. Now, this is for, for <laughs> just to give you an idea, this is if you wanted to come over Christmas, okay? Now, I did a quote for him, and it came out to, uh, so we did a December uh, 17th to 26th. Uh, I mean, uh, December 19th to the 26th. And that was, that was like 80 grand. Okay. For something really like five star on Oahu, we were able to, I'm able to get him something like at the Kahala for about 40,000. Um, and then possibly something if he wanted to really cut back 30,000, you know, this is, again, we're talking about a family of seven, you know, in like a nice suite, you know, a bed for everybody. So, that's just gives you just an idea of just how expensive it can get. Now, if I do the trip one week earlier, just one week earlier, he saves almost fifty thousand dollars because it's that it's that much cheaper for those dates. The same exact thing. In fact, he could stay at the Fairmont Kealani for thirty k, and this is going to be from uh, from Dulles, so from the East Coast. And a lot of you are on the East Coast. So just to give you an idea of just how crazy this pricing is that these people are talking about. But our prices are really good. I mean, you know, we're, these are high-end properties. You remember, you know, the average hotel room here is around $300 range for an average hotel room. But, of course, it's going to be more uh, or less, depending. I mean, you, couldn't get, you can get rooms here for $200 in the $200 range, but they're not going to be, you know, like really that nice. You know, you're talking two and a half to three star. All right, enough of that. I wanted to talk about quick trips to Hawaii because a lot of people from the West Coast can do a quick trip. You know, generally, if you're on the, I, I like to tell people that you know, try to spend a week here, but you know, sometimes it's just not possible. And now with this budgets and pricing, you know, it just might make sense to cut your trip down for a little bit. And one of the first places people go for first time visitors is Oahu. And it does get a bad name. Don't believe all of the things you read about Oahu, that it's this terrible place to go, that it's just, you know, it's just so overwhelmingly busy. It is busier than other islands, but it's not like Miami Beach or, you know, some of these New York City or anything like that. It's really mellow here on all the islands. So, I wanted to just put together like what would be like what makes sense for um, like if you're a couple, maybe an older couple or even just maybe even a honeymoon couple. You just want to come here for five nights, six days. And from the West Coast, it's very doable, even from other places, too, if you really had to do it. And I just wanted to kind of give you a sample itinerary of what it would look like and what I would recommend. And what we, it kind of gives you a feel for what we do here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. So assuming it was a West Coast booking, five nights, five nights, six days, I, I would say you're going to leave early in the morning and you're going to get here the same day. And you always get here on the same day from the West Coast. And most flights, even from anywhere uh, on the mainland, are usually going to leave here early and you're going to have that first day. Plan for that, especially when you're going to have a short itinerary like this. Know that you have your first day and your last day to do something. Now, typically people come in and just relax on the first day. You know, they come in, they get acclimated, maybe check in the hotel and just have a nice dinner. That might be something you want to do, but depending on the timing, you could actually plan like a luau or maybe an evening activity that we might be able to have a sunset cruise. It's possible. 
You know, I've done that for some folks, but usually people come in, relax the first day, but you have that whole first day to kind of feel out Waikiki, walk around, enjoy yourself a little bit. The second day, I would say, do a tour, and usually it will be Pearl Harbor, because a lot of people want to do Pearl Harbor. It's on the bucket list of everybody, and so you would either do Pearl Harbor um, either the full everything at Pearl Harbor or maybe just do the Arizona Memorial. Then day two, I would do a local tour with a local, you know, here on the island. It's a private tour around the island, get a feel for the island and learn all about it. And, you know, you'll kind of get a feel for uh, where you might want to go back to on another day. And I'll talk about that in a second. The third day would be kind of a relaxed day. And I would do a relaxed day and I would maybe do something out of my comfort zone, either a hike that I wouldn't normally do, maybe do a surf lesson, maybe do um, the catamaran uh, with with the local, um, the Beach Boys right off of Waikiki Beach. You go out in a little catamaran and you come back and they do all the paddling and work for you. And it's kind of like surfing, you know, something like that of a relaxed day. And then that evening do a luau, you know, it's kind of now keep in mind that this is a kind of quick trip type of idea. It's, you know, we're not going exploring and doing anything crazy on this particular itinerary. So day one, day two, day three, day four, I would say you might want to consider doing a hop on hop off trolley. I know this sounds it sounds interesting, but you know we've got some a good trolley system where you can hop on and hop off, and then I will work with you on places you can stop, you know, to go to. And then, of course, if you're coming here over the weekend, there's certain little things that you can do on the weekend. Like if you're here on a Saturday, you can do the farmers market at Kapiolani uh, Community College, which is the best really the best farmer's market we have in the islands. It's so great. And you get so many local foods and also gifts that you can bring back uh, to the mainland for your family. And then I would do, uh, so so that would be day four. And then day five, day five, I would do something in the water, maybe, because I'd like to have an itinerary that kind of gives you a little bit of everything, some land, some sea. If you want to do a helicopter, this would be a good place to do the helicopter ride Or, you know, I would get in the water, maybe do a snorkel cruise, snorkel day and get down in the water, get enjoy the water. And even if you, let's say one person can't snorkel and the other person can, you can still do the ride on the boat or maybe even parasailing, but do some kind of water activity. And then day five is going to be your final day. You're going to fly home. Usually it's an evening flight. So you have the whole day to relax. And also I would do, I would take the time to do the Waikiki Aquarium possibly, maybe do the zoo and maybe, um, you don't want to do too many things that are that physical because you you do have to check out of the hotel at 11. So a lot of times it becomes a challenge and we got to make sure that you have some some fun things to do on your last day. But that last day is going to be flexible. You maybe do some shopping, getting caught up on that, spend more money, <laughs> and um, also get ready to you know pack up. And if you are going to be leaving in the evening, most of the hotels will let you actually keep your luggage right in you know with the bell person. You pick it up before you leave. And there's also some uh, hotels offer hospitality suites, so you can shower up or freshen up before you get on the plane to go home. So hopefully that gives you an idea. These are the kind of things we do here. We can also, you know, of course, if you want to be more adventurous, we can, I can give you a lot more off the beaten path stuff, but I wanted to put out there a kind of simple, basic itinerary. We get a lot of calls for it, especially for the 
shorter hops, and it really, it really it d- will serve you better to be able to plan this out properly and also speak to an agent here and somebody that knows what they're doing and can help you plan this Hawaii vacation. All right, been a long way and did a lot longer than usual podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Also, check out our sister site for these tours, Secret Hawaii Tours, where you'll find the Aloha Plate Food Tour with a Lanai Tubura and our culture tour and several other very interesting kind of specialty tours that nobody else has. All right, that'll do it. That'll wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.